2: Happy you. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group.
3: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump calls it a ridiculous witch hunt. The president referring to allegations that he pressured the Ukrainian president to investigate former Vice President Biden and his son Hunter on corruption allegations. Mr. Trump says these allegations just another attempt by Democrats to impeach him.
4: I think it's ridiculous. It's a witch hunt. Uh, I'm leading in the polls. They have no idea how they stop me. The only way they can try is through impeachment. This has never happened to a president before. There's never been a thing like this before. It's nonsense.
3: Mr. Trump speaking prior to his address to the U.N. General Assembly. He is expected to deliver that address in about 20 minutes. On Wall Street this morning, stocks trading higher so far. Right now, the Dow is up about 81 points. The S&P better by 10. The Nasdaq Composite Index up 36 points. This is SRN News
2: september is sports eye safety month according to preventblindness.org. for all age groups sports related eye injuries occur most frequently in water sports basketball and baseball or softball in order to be assured that your eyes are protected it is important that any eye guard or sports protective eyewear are labeled as astm f803 approved this eyewear is performance tested to give you the highest levels of protection this wellness spotlight is brought to you by wellness radio 1570
5: Should hit 80 on the old thermometer today. (laughs) Another warm one. But we'll see those clouds increase, and because of that warm weather, probably give away to some scattered showers and thunderstorms popping up through the evening hours tonight. Should get down into the mid-50s again tonight. And then for tomorrow, partly cloudy. A little cooler, though, we'll see a high in the upper 60s. Look like we'll be upper 60s for uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is next here on Wellness 1570.
6: The St. John's football team looks to stay perfect against this week's rival, the Carlton Knights. Hi, I'm Mark Lewandowski. Join me along with Brian Backus and Charlie Carr for all the action from Northfield as the Johnnies take on the Knights. They've won the first 36 meeting against the Knights. They'll try to make it 37 in a row on Saturday. Join us starting at noon for the Stearns Bank pregame show right here on your Quinn Limited News, Johnnies football radio affiliate, Wellness 1570. Johnny's Football is brought to you in part by Breitbart Construction Company, Freeport State Bank, Coburns, Bernick's Pepsi, Deck, Central Minnesota Credit Union, Blue Cross Blue Shield, NovaCare, Granite Logistics, St. Cloud Orthopedics, Arnold's, and Deerwood Bank. St. John's has won 36 in a row against the Carlton Knights. They'll look for number 37 in a row on Saturday. Coverage starts at noon with the Stearns Bank pregame show on the Quid Limited News Johnny Football Radio Network, And right here on AM 1570, Well This Radio.
1: We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention. So many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, There's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundMSP.com. SurroundMSP.com, connecting you with new
4: customers. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders, it begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
7: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
5: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired?
8: your Radio Life Caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, I'm delivering a warning. And I'm going to tell you, beware of crabs. You got to beware of crabs. And today, we're going to be joined by a leader, a gentleman who has led uh, people as long as I've known him. Uh, I met him f- about 12, 15 years ago uh, while he was working with one company, Uh, And then back in February, he found me again uh, and has been sending uh, another one of his uh, brand new teams through at a brand new company. And we want to hear from him about leadership. We're going to talk today about leadership. You know, life is a series of choices, people. This is what we got to realize. A lot of people, when they throw in the towel, when they give up, they they figure they don't have a choice. But I'm going to tell you right now, we all have choice. Choice is the one common denominator for every single human being. Now you might not like the choices you have, but there is always choice. There is always choice. That's why one of my favorite quotes, if you've listened to this radio show for a while, you know, one of my favorite quotes is by Dr. Victor frankl who's considered the father of logotherapy. And Dr. Frankl says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. What he's saying is that we all have a choice between the stimulus and the response. See, we can't control what another person says or does. We can't control what family we were born into. We can't control as a little kid uh, how our life is going, just like we can't control where our parents move to when we we're a little kid. There's a lot of things we can't control. But I'm going to suggest that we are all at choice. We're all at choice. Dr. Viktor Frankl uh, spent years in Auschwitz, and in Auschwitz he came up with the concept of logotherapy. And he said, you know, the Nazis could take away our food, they could take away our clothing, they could take our life, they could take our family, they could take every physical thing we have, including our life. But they cannot take our will. That must be freely given that is where choice comes down to that it is an ultimate choice two people both go through the same situation whether it be a good situation or a bad situation one responds one way and another responds another way all other factors are the same except for that one thing that choice and one thing I learned a long time ago is that choices have consequences And we are natural born procrastinators. We procrastinate. We put off. And the number one way we procrastinate is I don't know. That's not my answer to you. That's the answer to the number one way we procrastinate. I don't know. Because if you don't know something, then you don't have to deal with it. We call that denial. And denial is not only a river in Egypt. It's a way that people procrastinate. They avoid dealing with things. Which is a choice. Some people choose to deal with things, some people choose not to deal with things until everything breaks and now they have no other choice but to deal with it. But now they're dealing with a different set of variables. And so today I want to suggest that there are two types of people. There are are crabs, and if you don't know why I keep bringing up the word crabs, um, a story I heard a long time ago from a crabber. He said that you never want to have a single crab in a box. Why? because that single crab will do everything it can to get out what you want to do is throw a second crab in that box with the first one so always have a minimum of at least two crabs in a box if you want to keep your crabs in your box why? because the other crabs will do everything it can to keep the other crab from getting out constantly pulling on them so that they don't get out and I always use that as an example of misery loves company You know, these are the critical people. They want to slice and dice and cut things apart. Uh, And the worst thing to do uh, when someone's miserable is be happy. Why? Because misery loves company. And that's why I like to equate crabs. Because a crab doesn't want to be in that box by themselves. So it's not going to let the first one get out. So it's going to do everything it can to pull the first one back. Now, I don't know if that's actually its thinking. Maybe it's just thinking, I'm going to climb over this other crustacean and get out of here. But what it does is by having two or more in there, they pull each other back. And we got to decide, are we going to be a crab in our lives? Someone who's constantly pulling people back? Someone who's constantly uh, keeping them in the misery that they might be in? Or are we going to be opposite? And the story is about a young guy who uh, had, a, uh, had to get an article out. And he had some writer's block, and uh, it wasn't coming to him. So his friend said, listen, I got, a, I got a, a condo on the beach. Why don't you go out there? There's no one out there. Spend the weekend out there. It'll be calm. It'll be relaxing. I'm sure I'll get those creative juices flowing. And so the guy took him up on the offer. And so the first night, he's sitting there on the deck. He's watching the sunset. And as he looks down the beach, he sees like what looks to be like just trash all over the beach. I mean, it looks like dumpster after dumpster after dumpster of trash had been dumped on that beach. And in the middle of all this trash, there seems to be a person, a guy, who's doing this little jig, this little little pattern going from the pile of trash to the waterfront. It would stop there, say a few words, and then go back to the pile of trash, and then go back to the waterfront, stop, say a few words there. And so he didn't think anything of it, no big deal. Next night, he's sitting out there watching the sunset, listening to the waves crash. He again looks down the beach, and he, he, he seems to see the same thing, that there's trash everywhere, just piles of trash. And again, in the middle of this trash, he sees this person, this guy doing this little jig going back and forth and back and forth. And so now he feel, figures, i got to go down and see what's going on. Maybe this guy is in trouble. Maybe he's you know not all there. Maybe I, I can help this guy. And so he slips on a coat and starts walking along the beach. And as they got closer, he saw what was really going on. And I always pause the story right there because that's a great lesson under leadership. When you change your position, you change your perspective. That's why I teach you about the three perceptual positions. First position self, second position is other, third position is over you. Because when you change your position, you change your perspective. And so as he got closer, He saw what was really going on. See, this wasn't trash. These were thousands upon thousands of starfish that had washed ashore, piles of them. And now as they got closer, he saw what was going on. This gentleman, this guy, in no hurry at all, no sense of urgency, would go up to the pile of starfish and pick up a single starfish, would walk to the water's edge, whisper a few words to it, and then put it back in the water and watch as it floated out to sea. And then he do this over and over again, no hurry, one at a time. And so the guy comes up to him and said, dude, what are you doing? I mean, you're not even going to make a dent. I mean, what, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. What difference are you making? And with that, he leans down. He picks up a single starfish. He puts it back in the water, and he points at it. And he says, it made all the difference in the world to that one and see ladies and gentlemen when you live your life like it matters when you know who you are when you know why you're here when you know whose you are when you know what your outcome to this experience called life is well, then you make different choices and so today I wanted to contrast those two the, the crab who's constantly pulling people back who's constantly keeping people from growing who makes it basically all about them there's one type of leadership One type of management, but the other type is that person who's looking for the starfish, who's looking for people's potential, who's looking for a way to help them become more of who they are, more of who they were created to be. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about that choice, because life is a series of choices. And we're going to have someone join us uh, after the break, a gentleman who's uh, sent many people to me. Many people to me and he's had many people come back and I want to talk to him about what he looks for. What are those qualities of leaders? What are those things of a leader that really turn him off that are not beneficial? And also I want him here what happens when someone goes to our training and when they come back. What impact does it have on the team and on the factory? I am Mr. Black, you are under construction. The Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be right back.
2: Like It Matters leadership awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to leadership awakening.
0: It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from from go when Mr. V opened those doors and said, "You may enter." It was it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed.
2: Like it matters. We don't take
9: applicants, only commitment. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410. Or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learn with ota.com.
5: Online trading academy. Radio.
9: Here's what business owner Ken
2: Johnson had to say about the impact like it matters leadership awakening had on his employees.
7: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before first of all best investment i ever made secondly we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
2: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
8: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio... Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm encouraging you to beware of crabs. You know, if you put a crab in a box, that crab will do everything it can to get out. It's into survival. It's it's all about itself. If you put a second crab in that box with the first crab, that second crab will do everything it can to keep the first one from getting out. And so today we're talking about beware of crabs because really life comes down to a series of choices. And because we are natural born procrastinators, we need to keep it simple, soldier. I believe it's a great acronym. I think all great leaders are great kissers. Keep it simple, soldier. Because the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And when people are confused, they don't step up. They don't stand out. They don't speak up. They're not bold. They walk with trepidation. They don't make decisions. They're, uh, they, um, you know, they're, 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 they're reticent to do anything. And so you would compare that to the story of the starfish where that gentleman was taking one washed up starfish at a time and individually putting them back in the ocean life to make a difference in that one starfish's life. And that's our real choice. We can be a crab or we can be a purveyor of starfish that we put back in the water. And today I wanna be joined by someone who has been through my training with another company years ago. Uh, And now is a manager of a plant in North Carolina has been sending his team through our training. And I wanna just talk with about leadership, about impact, about people, He's a good man, a good leader. Let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Alan Fincham. Alan, welcome to Like It Matters Radio.
7: Thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me.
8: Well, I am so glad. Uh, You know, you went through my training years ago with what, TPI, correct?
7: Uh, Actually, before TPI with, uh, with Maytag about 15 years ago.
8: Oh, my gosh. So you, I thought you were, but you went with Mark over to TPI afterwards. Is that what you did? Mark went with me. Oh, Mark went with you. Awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. I did not know that, Alan. So you went with Maytag with Mark Perriott. We were doing a lot of work in Iowa, and actually we did a lot of work in Mexico with Maytag. Uh, and, uh, and then you went over to TPI, and you guys built those big old uh, windmills, right, those big old turbines? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, I see those everywhere. They're all dotted on the landscape. And then when did you go over uh, to your new company, uh, when did you leave and start up with the brand-new company?
7: I've been with Molded Fiberglass now for uh, three years. Oh, three years. And your position there? I'm vice president and general manager.
8: Awesome, awesome. And, and you run the, what, the North Carolina plant, is that correct? Correct. Yeah. And uh, you have now sent through – how many of your people have you set through Awakening?
7: We've sent 12 people through.
8: Okay, 12 so far. And then we just had your first group of six. Uh, go through adventure. We're going to talk about all that, Alan. But first of all, you know, as a leader, I mean, you've been in the leadership field for years. I mean, you lead people, you guide people, you have a lot of responsibility. I was just kind of curious. I always like to ask my leaders when I get them on the the radio, what would you say are are the qualities that you most look for in, in, in in a person, in a manager, in a leader? What are those qualities you most admire and look for?
7: Sure. I think that for me, you know, there's the standard uh, qualities of honesty? Does, does this person care for people? Do they have the can-do attitude? Uh, that just goes with, with any position, whether they're a leader or a, a, a generalist on, on our shop floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, then the, the leader's quality that, that I'm looking for is a commitment, uh, a passion. Can they uh, inspire others? And, and, the, and those sometimes are just words. The question is, do they really have it? Do they really understand what commitment and passion and inspire is? Uh, Are they flexible to change? Are they flexible to work with others? Can they hold themselves and their team accountable? But it all goes back to me, for me, the commitment and passion, and, and do they really, really have it?
8: Yeah, and to me that also shows the desire Uh, for improvement? Like when I'm looking at what you said, uh, do they want to be better? Do they want to be a part of team? Do they want to improve individually, uh, department-wise, collectively? So that's kind of built in there as well, correct?
7: Absolutely, without question.
8: So I always like to get the opposite side of that as well. Uh, When you see someone, what are some qualities as a leader? that bring you pause, that concern you, whether it's at the beginning when you first meet them or they start developing? What are some of those red flag qualities that you want to deal with? Sure.
7: Uh, one thing that, uh, that is just a, a huge issue for me is the word I uh, instead of we. Uh, we're in this together. It's a team. Uh, so that, that is always a red flag for me that uh, it's more individualistic versus, versus a team. Uh, how a person communicates uh positive communication uh not afraid to communicate sometimes those tough conversations uh and of course, the opposite of what we described as the the good qualities but uh yeah. communication and and lack of teamwork uh is a is a big challenge to
8: awesome. work, well to work. I think that's a great list too on both sides of it, both sides of it um, let me ask you um you you've been there for three years, and in february. Uh, because we have a history together. Years ago with Maytag and then with TPI, we sent a lot of people. And so then we had, I don't know, a stretch of eight, nine, ten years where we didn't have interaction. And then in February, uh, you had somehow found me and emailed me. What was what prompted you seeking me out in February?
7: Well, the training uh, that, that I went through, I, I've been fortunate. I was able to go to both awakening and adventure it's training that, uh, unlike any other training that I've had, and that uh, I've never really forgot it. Uh, most training, it fades away. What, uh, what you learned over a few weeks or months, certainly over years, you don't recall what that training was. This training uh, has stuck with me through, throughout that time. Uh, not that some things have not faded, but, but yeah. that training is, has always been in my, uh, in my thoughts and, and mind. And as, as we were looking at uh, some development here to improve our, our team and uh, the direction that we're heading, it, uh, uh, it just hit me. It's, why, why wouldn't I send these people through the same training that's made a huge difference in, in my career and in, and in my life uh, and then uh, was fortunate, as you said, to, to find your, your email and get back in touch and, and get started back sending, uh, sending people again.
8: Yeah, I think it maybe even LinkedIn, I saw you or whatever, and, and I'm not a good on social media, whether it be Facebook or whatever, I've never Twittered in my life, you know, I've never tweeted in my life, I just don't do that stuff, uh, and so, uh, not that I want to be kept a secret, I just, I know who I am, and I know what I like and don't like, you yeah. real quick, uh, Alan, you talked about honesty, you talked about caring for people, you talked about can-do attitude, you, you talked about not being afraid to have uh, crucial conversations, uh, commitment, passion. You know, I don't know about you, when I hear those those tenets or those qualities, to me, those are attitudes. I mean, if, if you look at all these traits that we have, we can always separate them into a skill or an attitude. A skill is something that you learn how to do A, B, C, and D, and then E takes place. And attitude is a choice. And attitude is a desire. Um, I think a lot of those that you picked fall under the category of attitude. What do you think about that?
7: I agree completely. Uh, attitude just goes so far in in what we're doing our, on an everyday basis. We we can teach people some of the the, the nuances and skills that they need, but um, if they don't have the right attitude, then it's going to be much more difficult to teach them, and for others to see that and and benefit from it as well.
8: Yeah, and and the reason I bring that up is because there's so much money. Uh, spelt, spent on hard skill uh training. And it's important. I always say you can go to the best heart surgeon in the world. He can be the nicest guy in the world. Make sure his le- paper's legitimate. You want to make sure that people have the skill set to do what they need to do. I'm not downplaying that. But yet year after year, survey after survey, those qualities which leaders truly like really fall in the category of attitude and and i think uh that is where we come in uh, and where we serve our clients uh, matter of fact zig ziglar used to say uh, we all need a daily checkup from the neck up to avoid stinking thinking which ultimately leads to hardening of the attitudes i just love that that's just one of my favorite quotes by him uh and a lot of people don't know what checkup from for the neck up means and so i went to the urban dictionary and it says suggesting this is a way of saying someone is talking or acting crazy used to express disbelief, skepticism, or simple mocking indicates a level of ridicule. To me, that is an attitude. And what we do, and I think you realize this, we don't go from the neck up, we go from the ribcage up. Because we deal with the two sources of information that we have, reason and intuition, the head and the heart. And if you truly want to have impact and change, those are the two things that need to be addressed. Would you agree with that statement?
7: Yes, I would, absolutely, without question.
8: So now you've sent 12 people to Leadership Awakening. What do you notice when people come back, when they come back from Awakening?
7: Well, they, they without question, they have a better self-awareness. Uh, they understand some things that, uh, that they didn't understand about themselves before they went to the class. Uh, there is uh, an incredible change in their, their energy level, their passion for uh, what they're doing. Uh, they're, they're more focused. There's a there's a, a sense of relief for that individual that they have learned some things and they can uh, address some things themselves. And it's and it's at, it, it's what that whatever they're addressing themselves. It's not something that uh, we're forcing upon them or or a- asking them to share something they don't want to share. They're uh, it gives themselves a freedom. Uh, and, and has made huge differences uh, in everyone that we've sent uh, as an individual.
8: Well I love that and, he, and here's why we deal with the whole person. There's a lot of training out there that deals with them as a supplier, as a manager, as a boss, whatever it is but I think you realize, you've been through my training, you've sent hundreds of people through my training, that we deal with the whole person. We deal with the heart, the body and the soul. Every human being that works for you has a uh, history uh, has family has trauma has drama has stuff they're dealing with and that's why we've got to deal with the whole person because otherwise uh you're, you're not addressing issues that affect everything i always say that when you have an employee who's going through a divorce you got a partial employee when you got an employee who's going through a financial struggle you got a partial employee when you got a uh, uh, employee who's lost a, a loved one you're dealing with a partial employee and so what we do, I believe, is we deal with a whole employee. So we're going to keep Alan on the on the phone for another segment. Uh, Alan, stay over. We'll have a three-minute break, and we're going to talk about leadership and those qualities which truly matter in a leader. We'll be back
10: in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD. Compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
5: You... Focus on the
8: individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there,
11: I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the
10: images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
12: Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for Wellness 1570 and Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program.
2: If you love radio as much as we do, why don't you join us by having your own show? Go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com and click on "Host Your Own Program. This station is owned and operated by Salem Media Group.
10: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening.
2: And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle.
10: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome
8: back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And if you're just now tuning in this radio show, then you need to go back and listen to the first two segments. Uh, uh, This is an hour of power, I like to call it. When I first got in this radio business about four years ago, I was basically told to do four uh, four times, do the same radio show four times because people are short attention span. People come in and come out and listen to the radio. So basically, I'm supposed to do one segment on segment one and then kind of restate it in segment two and then kind of restate it in segment three. Uh-uh, I don't do that. I treat your time much more valuable. So it is 48 minutes, roughly, of an hour of power, I call it, uh, where you learn how you work, you learn to get inspired, learn how to overcome, and so please... Give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Keep your noodle growing. Keep your noggin working, man. It is the one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate. So if you missed any of this show, you can listen to it again at 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. All you got to do is go to iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio and query Wellness Radio 1570. uh, And then you will find us twice a day, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time as well. And if you're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, uh, you can listen the same times but on the AM dial. Just go to your terrestrial radio and turn it to AM 1570, and you can live stream with them on TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, an entire station dedicated to you, the listener. And today, we're blessed because we are talking to one of our leaders, uh, leaders who's been through my training with a couple different companies, send people from, I think this is his third company now he has sent people through, uh, and we just want to talk to him a little bit today about leadership and impact. And so welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Alan. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So let me ask you, so you've now sent 12 people through the class uh, since I don't know when they started going March or April. They probably started going. So, have you noticed anything in the plant? Have, have you noticed the bottom line increasing at all? Have you? What have you noticed uh, since you've been
7: sending those twelve people? What impact has it had? Oh, it's had a, it's had a, a, a very positive impact uh, on on our production, uh, on our some of our some of our internal uh, goals. Uh, just a just just improvement. Really, in everything that we're putting, putting attention on, uh, the team or individuals that have, have went to this have been much more attentive to detail, much more focused on accomplishing things, working together um, to get things done. It's been, uh, we've, seen, we've seen tremendous improvement in, in many different areas. And it's exciting because their
8: personal lives are improved, too. For some, their spiritual life has been affected. I mean, it really does deal with the whole person. And I think that's why it has the impact. I believe uh, that when you improve the person, you improve their performance. And when you improve their performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. And I can tell you right now from the outside looking in, Alan, what's affected is the morale what's affected the bottom line. These people come back appreciative for Alan, appreciative uh, for MFG sending them because now they're having a better marriage. They're having closer relationships with their their kids. Uh, they're dealing with some stuff from the past that maybe no one knew that they were dealing with and dealing with it better. And for some, it's helped them in their relationship, uh, their spiritual relationship as well. So you're working on the whole person. And so that whole person comes back and has more commitment to the mission, has more commitment to Alan. So when Alan's says, hey, we got a tight week. We got a deadline. We got to step up. I'm going to need you guys to put in some extra hours. Boy, when that happens, yes, sir, I'm ready. I'm, they're willing because they know you believe in them. They know you care about them more than just a job, more than just a production number, but they know that you care about them as a person. And so I just want to thank you for that, Alan. We have too many people in this world that are just focused on the bottom line. Too many people that are just like that that, that crab, they're, they're focused on themselves, but you're one of those people that I love to be around, I love to follow, because you believe that when people improve, everybody improves. When people get better, we all get better, and, and that's what I love uh, about people like you And when you start sending all your people through. Now, I, I want to focus on adventure because we did our first adventure class in four years. That's the second half of Leadership Awakening. Uh, to me, it's the my favorite class. We have four pre-scripted classes. Uh, Leadership adventure is my favorite class, bar none. Uh, man, when those six people, you had your first six come back. Uh, what did you notice when the six of them all in mass came back?
7: What was the buzz going on around there? Oh, it... Well, I, I mean, in my view, as you've been saying, the, the awakening is is mainly individually focused, and adventure has has some of that. But the the teamwork, the just the the communication, the 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 team individuals are looking and listening to what's going on in other departments. They're they're offering assistance. Wow. Uh, there's a buzz, uh, excitement. You can see how much closer they are. Not only to the group that just went, uh, we we sent six people to Adventure, so those six people went through that together. I'm not saying that they're close between those six, but they're reaching out to others that haven't had the opportunity yet to go to uh, Awakening or Adventure. And and you can see it spreading uh, throughout throughout the entire staff.
8: Oh, I love it. I think it was uh, Jeff or uh, uh, Kenny, I'm not sure which one, that said there's a buzz going around there. There's a buzz around the whole plant. Like, oh my gosh, what these. Guys? Because they can feel it, they can see it, they can sense it. Uh, and, and now you got another six people going through adventure October 17th. And uh, man, that's going to give you your core 12 that have been through awakening and adventure. Uh, And that's you're creating a great place to work. It was already a good place to work. I've heard good things about the company. I I know there's people that have worked with that company for 30 years. I think it was Paul's worked there for like 31 years or something like that?
7: 31 years, yes.
8: Yeah, so it's already a good company. So I think that's where we work best Uh, because your company, you have a culture there that allows for this. There are some stiff cultures, some that are just so legalistic, some that are just so cut and dry that our training actually wouldn't fit. But because of your leadership style, because of the flexibility of leadership that's in that plant within that company, uh, this training goes hand in hand with what you're doing. And it's incredible to see what is your, what, what is your ultimate outcome? I mean, why are you sending people, uh, to our training? What, what, what's the outcome there for, for molded fiberglass group?
7: Well, I think that uh, you mentioned some of these earlier, but to me, I, I care about the people, so it makes a difference uh, in, in their life, whether it be at work, at home, or, or spiritually. Uh, so it, it is improving them as a person. Uh, and, and then that, that translates into their work life. So if we have a, if we have a person that is unhappy at home or, or anything going on, whether we think it's happening or not, that gets carried over to work. Yep. Uh, so if we can address some of those issues and and have a have a good uh, a teammate or employee, whatever whatever your term is, then it, it makes a, it makes a difference. And as they start to work together, then then our bottom line ultimately increases. Uh, which which we're seeing, uh, we see tremendous uh, teamwork, um, uh, just a whole new level. It's it's hard to put it in words, and I, and I don't see this as a my experience is it's not a short term game. This isn't something someone goes to a class and, you know, they're on fire for for a week and then things start to, to fade off. It is it is a change in how they are viewing things and it's a, a long term benefit for us, not just a short term pickup.
8: Well, I love that. And that is one of the reasons why I do this radio show. You know, I was approached four years ago. Because, Alan, you know, I mean, back then, day, I love those days that we we're talking about when you were at Maytag and when you are at TPI. Those are some of the funnest days in Empower You history. That used to be the name of a company, Empower You. And then in April 2012, we had to shut that down because the economy from 2008 finally caught up to us. And then we just rolled into Like It Matters. But uh, uh, those are some of the funnest times that I can remember in the history. And uh, it truly is. We're changing people's lives. And I know you and I share similar spiritual beliefs. And, and we know that someday we'll be standing before our God and we'll be held to account. So what did you do? How did you help other people? What impact did you make in other people's lives? Uh, and I know that what we're doing here at Like It Matters will be one of those things that will be discussed at that point. Uh, I want to know, you meet with everybody right when they, when they come back, correct? Is that your outcome? When people come back from our training, you want to meet with them one-on-one? Do you do that? I meet with them one on one, and then as a group if multiple people went. Awesome. What's that like? What's that like when they're sitting there and they're sharing? I mean, what what's what what is one of those experiences like?
7: Wow, it's it, it's so powerful. You you hear um, some changes in them, and it's just just that uh, some things that they were able to address and and make themselves better, uh, maybe not even recognize that they, they've just uh, they've just hid or put aside that they're able to to focus on, and uh, just a a sense of relief and joy from them. And then every time, I I probably get more out of it than they do. Just (laughs) hearing their story, it it just just helps me and and refreshes me and and gets me motivated as well. Uh,
8: Me too. I mean, I I love follow-ups. We call them follow-ups. We do follow-ups on Tuesday and love talking to people after class. It just puts a smile on my heart. And uh, let me ask you, I mean, again, I'm not asking you to sell this for me, but uh, what would you tell a, a leader out there, a manager out there that runs a plant that has a whole bunch of people working for him? Why would you suggest them looking into using our training?
7: Well, the best thing I can say is is uh, I've sent many people to the class and will continue to do so. It's uh, I've not been disappointed uh, once. Uh, it's made a difference uh, in every single person that we've sent, and it has improved uh, the company that uh, that that I'm working for. It's made it a better place to work. It's in, it's just. Whatever metric you're focusing on, whether that's safety or improved quality or your bottom line, you, you, you're going to see improvement with a, with a better person coming back to work.
8: Yeah, and nothing's off limits. When they come back, you can talk about anything, right, Alan? I mean, they're open to talk about whatever.
7: (laughs) That's right. That's right. You're a much closer relationship with everyone that comes, things that uh, you would have never uh, have perceived speaking with them about before. That's right. Awesome.
8: Well, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your support, and I appreciate your belief in what we're doing and your people. So you have an awesome day, and God bless you, Alan, okay?
7: Thanks. Same to you, Scott. Appreciate what you do. All right. right. Bye-bye.
8: You know, ladies and gentlemen, it just uh, puts a smile on my heart. Just like everybody else, I have good days and have bad days. Sometimes I, I doubt, sometimes I wonder, just like everybody else. And boy, Alan sure did make a huge impact on my life today by sharing that. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
11: Person to fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you are made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Black at com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow email us at mr. black at like com in the subject line put posse.
8: Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I'll give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back because between the stimulus and the response there's a space and in that space is your freedom it is your power.
12: At Like it Matters Leadership Awakening 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule.
5: Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information. Anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
9: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
8: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about beware of crabs. Actually, today, we're talking about choices. You know, I was just talking with Alan, who's a plant manager over there and VP and uh, a lot of things uh, for Molded Fiberglass Group, Uh, and and really, it's a choice uh, to be investing in people or not to be investing in people. Uh, to be a builder of people or to not be a builder of people. You know, whenever I think about that, I think of uh, the funny British guy, Shakespeare. To be or not to be. To be a person of your word or not to be a person of your word. To be a, a, a leader or not to be a leader. You got to realize that we got to keep it simple, soldier. We When we give ourselves multiple options, we confuse ourselves. I'm telling you right now, we should set up things where there's basically two choices. God does that all the time. I give you life or death, cursing or bless, a narrow path or a wide path. Keep it simple, soldier. Our job as leaders is to move people. That's what motivation is, the ability to move people in a positive direction, to be able to help people become more than they thought they could be. It's kind of like the quote I heard from Rex Stout. He said there are two kinds of statistics, the kind you look up and the kind you make up. You know what they say, 75% of all statistics are made up, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm elbowing you right now. <laughs> right? Well, there are two types of people in this world. And keep it simple. Make a decision. And we just heard from Alan. And I'll tell you, Alan's one of the good types. The two types of people in this world, what are they? Those who make your life easier and those who make it harder. Did you hear what Alan was doing? was investing in people's lives to make all their lives better, not just their work life better. But all aspects of life, those whose presence helps you perform better, and those whose presence makes you do worse again, having a leader like Alan, you want to please him, you want to you want to do what he wants you to do. That's like a good father type of thing. I want to be the type of father that my kids wanted to honor me, wanted to make me proud. That's how I want to be with God. I don't want to do what he tells me to do because he's a he's a mean taskmaster. I want to do what he asked me to do because I want to show him honor and respect. I want to give him glory for what he's done for me. There are two types of people in the world. There's those concerned about doing the work and those concerned about getting the credit. And boy, again, I can tell you Alan's in in the, the ones about doing the work, about helping people grow. There are those who leave you feeling up and those who leave you feeling down. There are those who simplify And those who complicate. There are those who listen when others are talking. And those who wait. And listen. While others are talking. Those who give. And those who take. Those who last. And those who fade. Energy sources. And energy sinks. That's from Joe McCarthy. I love that one. Radiators and sinks. Energy sources. And energy sinks. Mark Barnes says those who teach. And those who who grade. And Dr. Carol Dweck explains two kinds of mindsets with respect to personal potential and learning, a fixed versus a growth mindset. And that's why I love two of my favorite poems I've shared before. I want to share them again. You could be a builder or a wrecker. I watched them tearing a building down, a gang of men in a busy town. With a ho heave ho in a lusty yell, they swung a beam and a sidewall fell. I asked the foreman, are these men skilled as the men you'd hire if you had to build? He gave me a laugh and said, no, indeed, just common labor is all I need. I can easily wreck in a day or two what builders have taken a year to do. And I thought to myself as I went my way, which of these two roles have I tried to play? Am I a builder who works with care, measuring life by the rule in the square? Or am I shaping my deeds by a well-made plan, patiently doing the best I can? Or am I a wrecker who walks the town, content with labor of tearing down? And that was by Carmelo Benvenga. It's so funny, as I was looking this up, this poem, I didn't know this, uh, this was given credit to by John Byeth uh, Way. Uh, and this, his kids, Carl Benvenga, and Risa Benvenga both wrote in on different dates about a month later. This poem was written by my father, Carmelo Benvenga of Baltimore, Maryland, USA. was first published in 1967 under his pseudonym, Charles Benvengar. It was published in the book Songs by of the Free State Bards. Interesting. And then my, one of my favorite poems is by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. Said so there are two kinds of people on earth today, just two kinds of people, no more, I say. Not the sinner and saint, for it's well understood, the good are half bad, and the bad are half good. Not the rich and the poor, for the rate a man's wealth, you must first know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud, for in life's little span, who puts on vain airs is not counted a man. Not the happy and sad for the swift flying years bring each man his laughter and each man his tears. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who lift and the people who lean. Wherever you go, you will find the earth's masses are always divided in just these two classes. And oddly enough, you will find two I ween. There's only one lifter to 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load? of overtaxed lifters who toil down the road? Are you a leader who lets others share your portion of labor and worry and care? See, this always goes back to who we are. See, all this stuff, all the questions I ask Alan and my interaction with Alan, we've known each other for 15-so years, it really goes back to those existential questions, those existential questions of who am I? And why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? Those are the key questions. And what we've got to do as leaders is to lead by example. Remember, leadership's a loop. you got to flex your pecs, leaders. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. Remember, there's your pec. P-E-C. Permission leaders we give people permission not through what we say, but through what we do a pictures worth a thousand words Pictures worth a thousand words the typical human being speaks at 120 150 words per minute 120 Maybe down South Georgia 150 maybe New York City. I mr. Black 180 so one picture of disrespect of non-caring of of not knowing, whatever it is, is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. Remember the mantra for the hypocrite is do as I say, not as I do. But the mantra for the leader is watch me and do what I say and do. So we give people permission through our actions leaders. What are you giving people permission to do? And then the E's example. We're supposed to be an example. People don't need another sermon. What they need is a picture. They need an example because it's worth a thousand words. What example are you given? That's why I followed Jesus Christ. Jesus walked on this planet, and he said, whatever I do, you do. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Just follow me. And leaders, we need to be like Jesus. We need to live a noble life, a life of justice, a life of honor, a life of commitment. Like Alan said, of passion. Those words they talked about, having that passion, having that commitment, a sense of urgency, caring about people, having crucial conversations, concerned with the impact of everybody, those, that's a great example. And when you give that example, people know what they're supposed to be like. People know what they're supposed to act like. Remember, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it must be a duck. That's what the E is for an example. And then C is culture. Culture is like soil. From good culture comes good soil. And what you heard at Molded Fiberglass Group is Alan was putting in a good culture. He was sending people to our training so that they could get cleaned up, so they could be better human beings, better spouses, better bosses, better coworkers, better children of God, whatever roles they play in life. And as they better in all those personal areas, they better as a human being. And so everything they do is going to become better. But it's not just in my environment. Then when they go back to Molded Fiberglass Group, now that environment's been duplicated. That's where you see the buzz. That's where you hear the excitement. The first 12 went through Awakening and are doing Adventure now. We'll have six more of them October 17th to 19th. And then we start working on the next level of leaders, the supervisors. So we start at the top because leadership is like trickle-down economics. Leadership starts at the top. If it ain't at the top, it ain't ever going to happen at the bottom. It must trickle down. That's why leaders go to our training. That's why leaders go to likeitmatters.net. Because where are you going to learn unless you're going to learn in an environment that's just like the one you live in? And that's what we do. Go to likeitmatters.net, reach out to me, or email me at Black at likeitmattersradio.com. I am Mr. Black. You're under construction on a like it matters radio network. My purpose is to help you be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does.
2: How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby
9: eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before.
5: Tell like a girl.